Pod. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danica. <laughs> and um, last week, so Jenna often like comments, because um, I use Zoom for work and I use it for the podcast too. And so sometimes like my lives bleed over into one another. And so today I had one that was like, you know, something about, you know, my, my job that's yeah, it's, it's never it's never my name it's always no. something like just <laughs> just silly that doesn't make any sense but on monday when i got into work jenna i don't know if you remember what my name was last week when we oh. recorded our zoom yeah it was fuck you hayden and so i logged in to work for a zoom meeting on monday at like 9 a.m and one of my coworkers was like huh i wonder who fuck you hayden is <laughs> And it was me, and then I changed my name shortly thereafter to something appropriate for work. Like, literally, that's what I typed in for my Zoom name. Oh, and yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, the one you have right now is, like, a full sentence as well. It's, like, mm-hmm. very work-related. But it's not just a name. It's, like, a sentence. Like, a, yeah. an action word. <laughs> we like to – we do like to, like – just have like a silly little time at work sometimes you know but it's the um, only thing we can do but uh yeah fuck you Hayden was a little bit out of pocket for me um for a Monday and so like I was talking with my boss just we like it didn't matter like it wasn't a super important meeting or anything but I was like I promise I won't have the same problem like next Monday and next Monday is our like we have like a bigger like company-wide meeting with like the CFO of our company and everything. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm not touching this thing. Like I'm putting my name in here after, like I'm not having this problem. I am not going to get fired by the CFO for fuck you Hayden sentiments, even though fuck you Hayden. So (laughs) this week, this coming Monday, it's uh, fuck you reality, Steve. Oh my God. (laughs) When has it ever not been that though? so true. That's what mine is all the time, y'all. Always. Yeah. Oh, that is so funny. It reminds me of when I almost got my roommate fired because uh, I had fire Chris Harrison as our Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why would that get why would that get them oh, fired though? Because the boss was like this. <laughs> she was a bachelor watcher, but she was like a Harrison fan. She was like that. Did type they of- work in the house together? <laughs> she she came over once to like train with Dana and. Yeah, it was pretty good times because also the password was Mike Johnson for Bachelor 69. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, Jenna, you are out here just kind of ruining lives, aren't you? <laughs> That's my goal. <laughs> Loving it. It's working. Um, no, that would have been horrible had it been your, like, big meeting and your fucking oh my thing God. said, fuck you, Aiden. I'm dead. I know. Mm, Ugh, it would have been toast. I mean, it was fine. Yeah. It was like my my test run into responsible adulthood. And I, I kind of failed the test run, but, you know. If Hayden wasn't so bad, I wouldn't have almost gotten fired from my job. So, I mean, like, really, once again, just like a, a white woman has to pay for a white man's crime. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ugh. You love to see it. I'll take the fall. That was my fault. Um, So this week, we have a little bit of, like, Bachelor news to discuss, so I don't want to take too long talking about our diarrhea, but um, 
I'm assuming yours been, went well. Which has been pretty, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, this week has definitely been a week for sure. I ate way too much cheese last week, and mm-hmm. so I paid the price this week. Yeah, that's that's how it works. Um, I also had like the one of those experiences of being known where I was like, "Hey, I'm going to be like a few minutes late for the meeting," like just <clears throat> you know. And then just, like, trying to subtly be, like, I don't know how long it's going to be, like, and then them being, like, are you okay? Like, do you need to take the rest of the day? And I'm just, like, no, I just. <laughs> just need, like, I don't know whether I need five minutes or 20 minutes. Yeah, it's, I just can't give you, like, a reasonable timeline of when I'm going to be in. And it's, and that, like, everyone that I work with is so nice. And they're just, like, are you, if you need to take the rest of the day, like, please just do. And, like, that's how we operate as a workplace, which I really love. But sometimes it's just, like, no, like, I just had, like, a whole family-sized plate of, like, Stouffer's baked mac and cheese yesterday. And I'm lactose intolerant. And we know this about me. So, like, please don't make me say it. Please. <laughs> but, it, I mean... Sometimes you just really can't help yourself, and no, we really can't. Um, speaking of diarrhea in Bachelor Nation, um, so our guy Nate from the show, mm-hmm. there's been some drama, and yeah. I lightly read up on it, and by that I mean I read all four pages of it. But I want <laughs> you to, um. Maybe explain it to me like I'm five years old in case, like, listeners aren't, like, caught up and so I can make sure I understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, And then we can kind of talk about what we think, what it means, why what we think doesn't really matter. That's Um, right there. (laughs) It's the big one. Et cetera. Yeah. You know. (laughs) But it's still, I think, good to talk about a little bit. So, yeah, basically a couple weeks ago, um, the show had already been started, but... um, he has, like, one-on-one with Gabby, and a woman came out with a TikTok, and I just really, TikTok is such a dangerous space with the Bachelor world. Um, well, and- period, but also with, with Bachelor stuff, specifically. Yeah. And she was like, oh my god, I can't believe I cried uh, my eyes out after dating this man for a year and a half, only to find out, like, he never told me he had a kid. Which was a little weird. People were a little like, huh. But also, like, maybe there was a really good reason why he didn't, like, tell this woman, you know, about his kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And then come to find out, reality shit had been working real hard on getting receipts to have an expose about how, unfortunately, it it appears to be that Nate was also seeing another woman at the same time as he was seeing that woman and doing a great deal of, like, honestly, like, you know mild love bombing and just like fully sending both of them gifts and telling each woman that he like loved them and asking them to like tell him that they loved him and there's a lot of screenshots and it's really um it doesn't look great for sure and it was just last year and the woman who didn't know about his kid also didn't know that he had recently gotten divorced just in 2020 and just, like, lots of stuff like that. Um, it's definitely, it's just, <clears throat> ugh, I mean, that's never fun, right? I feel like, shouldn't there just be, like, kind of a, a catch-all, like, bachelor account for that's just called, like, men dating poorly? <laughs> like, I, so, so when I when I heard, like, the, like, 
kind of about like the drama of it all like the tweets suggested it was i mean like i guess when i when i'm used to seeing people being like fuck this guy Mm -hmm. i'm used to something like not that this isn't bad but i'm just used to a totally different accusation Mm -hmm. and so i got scared for a second and then that's why i read all four of the pages and then i (sighs) i guess i don't really know how i feel about it like again i think men dating poorly is kind of just Mm -hmm. You know, like, are you going to really find somebody who's doing it right that's auditioning for The Bachelor? (laughs) I think, like, really what surprised me is, like, maybe you can see some of those, like, similar kinds of behaviors. Like, when he's, like, talking with Gabby. Like, wasn't there, like, a guy where he just was like, hey, you need to get out of here or whatever? Mm -hmm. And it felt very, like, white nighty and, like... I guess if we're going to read into it, like, really, really far, like, that's probably what was going on. But I guess, like, when I, going back to what I was saying before, like, just usually when I see, like, fuck you, don't make this man the bachelor or whatever, it's, like, a totally different accusation. And I was, like, I don't know if that's an appropriate response. I mean, like, would I want to date the guy right now? Like, probably not. Mm -hmm. But, like, again, like... I just really think there's probably literally 10 guys on this season alone. Yeah. Who you could say the same thing about it. And it's, again, that doesn't mean it's, like, not good, right? Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. I, I was mean, like, it's... I was just not shocked. I was just like, yeah, okay, yeah. A man, a man being immature and inconsiderate with multiple people's feelings. Yeah. I mean, like, I... <sighs> I just, I, I want everyone to just, like, reevaluate standards. Like, like look, look at these guys. Like, of course they, they're going to act that way. And I'm not making excuses for any of them. I'm just, like, find, find me one that hasn't done the same thing on this whole season. And, again, I'm not, like, defending him, I guess. Like, I think I'm at a point of, like, apathy with this show where it's not that I don't care it's just i'm not really surprised by anything anymore yeah and i don't even know if this is like the i don't think i'm even trying to have like a right take or anything Mm -hmm. i mean i think oh go ahead oh no it's just like just like the outrage machine that exists within the show is like really it's exhausting sometimes and Mm -hmm. so it's like oh like a guy treated someone like crap at some point in his dating history i'm like yeah no shit so have i like (laughs) You know, we, we've all done the thing, you know, mm-hmm. like we've all, mm-hmm. and that's, again, it sounds like I'm making excuses for him and that's not what it is because like, truly, like, how are you like dating someone even very casually for a year and you don't tell them you have a child? Like, that's mm-hmm. weird. It's weird. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's like choice. the cryptic, like, there's two sides to every story thing and I'm just like, okay, you know, can't wait to hear that, I guess. And then I'm going to, you know, turn the page because then there will already be, like, seven new men that suck worse than you. But, like, it's just, like, such a weird thing. And then the just the reality, Steve, of it all really yeah. is a thing for me. And I know it's yeah. a thing for you, too. Um, yeah. So, that like... Was, that was the thing that missed me, missed, pissed <clears throat> me off the most because I was like, okay, yeah, cool, that sucks. I don't want Gabby to choose, Nate. We don't know the ending or anything. I'm just saying, like, yeah, like, now I'm going to be looking at it and be like, oh, I don't really like that, right? Mm-hmm. Or, like, I wouldn't date him. Okay, or great. that would, if if they do, like, if, if she does pick him, like, yeah. that's a thing they need to probably, like, talk about, work yes. on, overcome. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I mean, like, I, 
Part of me wondered, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I always do this. I wondered if, like, because he was going through a divorce, if there was, like, something about, like, dating and his, like, the parent, the other parent involved that was, like, Mm -hmm. don't talk about our kid. Like, don't introduce people to our kid. And then, like, but then there's that whole other person involved. It's just, like, a mess of things. It could be anything, but the reality, Steve, of it all Mm. is what just, like, I just... What were you going to say? I'm sorry to have interrupted you. No, it's fine. I mean, you and I both have said this before, and, <laughs> and then we got <laughs> I harassed by the man. Oh, my God. Pointing out the thing that he's now pointing out, which is so he, like, goes on this long fucking monologue in his blog about how he's done, he's grown, and he's doing better by making sure that he never puts out exposés unless he, like, has... Actually done the work or whatever. Yeah, actually done the work. And also the people are willing to put their faces to it, right? And uh, we're just like, yeah. But also that's... So he he says, actually, like, in the piece, he says, after some shoddy reporting in the past, you bet your ass I made sure of the legitimacy of this story. And he called us out for calling him out before. He, like, used to say, like, we, like, bullied him or whatever. Like, we were, like, just so against him. We would never, like, agree with anything he said. But actually... excuse me making people put a face to their story isn't journalism either (laughs) so like i'm not really sure of like what he's trying to do i feel like he's just trying to like remove himself from being like like really weird like pixelated stock photo version of dumois you know (laughs) but like that's not what journalism is either so he's just really like he's making he's profiting off of other people's like shitty dating experiences basically and i really can't with him but i mean and then there's like this slight element of like uh in my opinion and some other people's opinions of a, a slight pattern with the way he in which he goes extra hard on these exposés of black contestants and his criticism, and at least what he's done in the past as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Danica and I famously listened to the entirety of his podcast episode with Tasha's ex-husband to God. just drag her for an hour. Um, and, like, he's never done that with anyone else, really. Um, so, yeah, there's just, like, things like that that I was just like, ooh, this all just feels, like, not fun. Because there's, like, a responsibility when you have somebody who, with the platform that he has to, like, just, like, putting stuff out there. And so, yeah, I get that he's trying to not make the same mistakes anymore. But as you point out, that's not really journalism. He's not a journalist. Like, what is he doing? No. I don't, like, I don't. <laughs> he he keeps, like, I feel like he keeps, like, towing the line between what his blog was started on, which was for, like, literally, like, the toxic fan base that, like, thrives on gossip. And then... When people were just like, that's kind of unethical, right? He was like, oh, well, I'm going to be a journalist now. And it's like, so you kind of have to pick one or the other. And you I don't know. Yeah. Ugh, anyway. Hmm. Um, well, fun. I, uh, I don't know. I feel for the women involved here, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I believe them, too. Like, yeah, I just, same. haven't we all had, like, an experience with, like, some guy that just didn't tell the fucking truth and like it's just like a year and a half is so long to fuck with somebody that's really just Mm -hmm. 
Also, like, reading this story did make me laugh a little bit because she's like, I got mad at him because he wouldn't come to my cottage. And I was like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) That was the only part I laughed about. Just because it was was so twee and funny. (laughs) God, what an asshole. He wouldn't even come to my cottage. He wouldn't come to my cottage. You know, like, my family's lake house. Like, it's so (laughs) weird. Um... Yeah, and anyway, fuck Mike Fleiss as well for just like naming men we don't like. Um, also, like, what was he worse. even? What was he even trying to do? I mean, my conspiracy, my JNN of it all is that he. Some the, the obvious take is that oh Nate was going to be the Bachelor, and so they're doing like spin control to make it better. But I actually think it's they they uh, Nate was not going to be the Bachelor, but they wanted us to think that because they like want us to think that they're woke enough, mm. and then. They're like, oh, no, we're going to spin this. But in the end, they're not going to, you know, right. like it's not, it can't be spun enough to be Ken the Bachelor. And then, like, there'll be somebody else and they'll just, and then, I mean, I really am being so negative. But, I mean, like, we're going to just put some fucking dumbass on as the Bachelor and everyone's going to be like, we didn't want him. And they're like, well, I mean, we couldn't have had Nate, who we was our only Nate. other option. You know, like, that's my, like, conspiracy. My favorite um, part about any Mike Fleiss tweet is that there's only, like, 40 likes ever. <laughs> <laughs> and he usually gets, like, ratioed to hell with his... All to hell. Like, and what is his profile? I, I don't understand anything about his profile. He's wild. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. I think you're right in that, like, they're trying to, like, spin it as though... I mean, they. I don't think they've chosen yet. But I think they're going to be like, oh, well, the people have spoken and we're... We took your feedback into account, and now Rodney is going to be the Bachelor or something. And we're like, we all forgot about Rodney. <laughs> like, what? Come on, come on, now. Uh, so good. Well, anyway, we'll see how it all plays out. Um, Speaking of the Horsemen of the Apocalypse, um, apparently uh, Kelly Flanagan and Peter have been spotted together again, and that's all I have to say about it. I just wanted to read the headline. I didn't read the article. They've just apparently been spotted together, and that's, an, like, that, you know, like, we have, like, monkeypox and polio and COVID and Kelly and Peter. Like, can we really handle another plague right now? No, I really feel bad for New York right now. Like, literally. I'm so sad. <laughs> Not okay. New York, um, Chicago. I'm I'm sick. So sick. Um, hope, they're, hope they're happy. And Peter happy. and Kelly found in the sewage water. <laughs> You know? <laughs> and that's how it happened. Yeah, that's how we found out. Um, and as, like, an uplifting thing, our family is going to be on Celebrity Family Feud. I think it actually aired last night. Mm-hmm, I think so. Um, mm-hmm. But it's going, like, per- I mean, I guess probably the second time ever in my life that I've been made horny by Family Feud, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, every time they always say, like, what would your wife sit on that isn't a chair? And it's always game. Mike Johnson. A <laughs> <laughs> hundred people said Mike yeah. Johnson! 100 out of 100. Yep. Um, so I'm sure that it exists on Hulu somewhere. I'm going to find it later. You know, um, the this- cringe part is that... Michelle and Nate are on together. No, I I saw that. Oh my god! Um, and I was like, oh my god, they had to have filmed this so long ago, and I felt so bad. Um, <laughs> and like, also, they're on the same team as Joe and Serena. I'm just like, oh, you guys really lost, didn't you? 
Like, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't want, like, they lost, maybe yeah, not like points wise, but. Life, yeah. Like yeah. At life, they lost. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, That's thoughts so and prayers to my, to my family, but. Um, yeah, I'm sure it exists on Hulu somewhere. I'm excited to watch maybe some of the dumbest people I know guess some, <laughs> some stuff. Dumb shit. Actually, you're, you're so fucking right about that, though, because when they do have a celebrity one, it's always, like, the funniest, because they are, every celebrities are dumb. <laughs> they are so dumb. Did you watch the Kardashian one ever? Yeah. Like, it was the Kardashians versus, like, the Wests, yeah. basically, and... Like, Kanye, Kanye's team didn't even win, but they just let him do it because he wanted to do it. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, that's kind of cute, though. I do remember. He was like, I, that was like, one of my dreams was to be on Family Feud. And they're like, okay. But, like, did you, did you watch the Kardashians? Like, the, the new Hulu season where, mm-hmm. wait, was it on the Kardashians or was it the older one? I can't remember, but they had a behind the scenes with like about the whole show and what a shit show it was how they flew in jonathan and then they were like no mj wants to do it and it was just such a fucking shit show and kanye was like no i'm not disinviting my cousins you can figure your shit out you stupid bitch (laughs) to his fucking wife it was so funny oh my god we should switch podcasts other shows are so much more funny than this one Our friend Stacy told us that we should do a Survivor one this week. Oh my god. Ugh. Survivor is like, it's only funny for like the first half and then it gets really serious. Yeah. So it's, ugh. it's almost like opposite problem of this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This show sucks. I'm <laughs> tired of it. <laughs> so. Anyway. All, all of my dissatisfaction with the current podcast that we do aside, um, should we get started, do you think? Let's get started. Let's get into this week five. We're almost over with this season, y'all. I love week five almost being done. That makes me mm-hmm. happy, excited, horny. Um, uh, what What's another positive feeling? Mm, hope. Hope. Mm-hmm. Joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, promise. Yeah, a sense of promise. Um, what yeah. I would, what I would like to say next is a joke that was made especially to make Jenna angry. Mm. Do you know what it is? But well, I mean, I wrote it-, it down, so yes, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we start off the show with, you know, like a- an aerial above this like enormous fucking steamboat William, um, like an enormous boat that could have like thousands of people on it and there are 11 men and two women and a small production crew on it um and so my joke was again for some fucking reason like 10 men are basically pulling a taylor swift and taking an unnecessarily large vessel a very short distance to brussels belgium (laughs) how do you feel about your bestie taylor listen listen did the, did another nature right debut when they were fifteen? Yeah, you know, did did, did Mother Nature write all too well ten minute version? Listen, no. Did a turtle did a turtle give me nineteen eighty nine? No. I'm stealing all of this from a funny TikTok anyway. Okay. Um, I'm not funny enough for this, but uh, it's quite funny. No, I love it because you know, I, I. It's just like why. Why take, why, why? Do you know what is so weird, too, about the, the whole, like, celebrities taking these, like, micro half-hour trips that could have been a longer car ride? 
isn't that more stressful, first of all? Like, don't you have to take a half-hour car ride to the airport anyway? And then, like, secondly, like, with Taylor Swift, I saw – I don't know if this is real, like, to be fair, but I I saw this thing where this person that worked for, like, a nonprofit that did, you know, like, clean air research or something, like, Taylor Swift – like, donated, like, $10,000 to their charity, which was, like, a huge deal for the charity. And I was just like, ma'am, that is $10,000. That is, like, the cost of one of her little trips. (laughs) Yeah, it's really brutal. I mean, it's brutal out there. And by out there, I mean where there's fires constantly and, and floods where there shouldn't be floods and people dying. Yeah, I mean, it is truly, like, I mean, the Kylie of it all, like, literally going 40 minutes, but just to take, like, a plane flight, it's just so, it's, it is so impractical as far as, like, it's so stressful to go to an airport. Like, what are you doing? And, uh, yeah, I know it's a private situation, but still, like, it's just, like, insane. Um, And it, and the Bachelor producers are equally insane for this because it it makes no sense. They're just driving this massive boat around with, like, like, 20 people on board. Also, okay, so just, like, not to belabor the point, but, like, if you had to drive 20 minutes to the Portland airport, which is, it doesn't matter where you live in Portland, 100%. it's 20 to 40 mm-hmm. minutes to the airport. Mm-hmm. There is nothing around the airport whatsoever. Like, I lived, like, in, like, North Portland, and I was, like, really close to the freeway entrance to get to the airport, and it was mm-hmm. still 20 minutes to the airport. Mm-hmm. If I had to drive 20 minutes to the airport to then take a 20-minute flight to the airport, it would have been a separate 20-minute drive for me to just drive to my destination. And I know Los Angeles is different. Like, I know that area is different. But I'm just like, (laughs) you guys are wild. (laughs) Absolutely wild. Uh, Anyway. Yeah. So, and... Go ahead. Oh no! I was gonna I was gonna continue the conversation because it's been half an hour and we haven't started that. Oh episode my god! Yet. Please, Lord, yeah, let's get in this. Okay, so yeah, um, Rachel is starting off the episode um, in a farce. She's saying, "I feel good. This is great. This is gonna be a wonderful week. I'm feeling confident. All the guys that are here are here for me." And because... we all <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Jester, no. <laughs> Like, we're, we're not going to get something good out of this experience. Like, whenever Rachel starts with a feeling, we just know to expect the opposite. <laughs> um, so, I mean, thankfully... Mm-hmm. I'd uh, say at this point, thankfully. Logan has decided that he does actually want to talk to Rachel. He wants to do it before the date mm-hmm. happens. Uh, we left last week, and he was kind of like, I wanted to talk to her about it before she gave the rose out this week, and I didn't get a chance to because they fucking canceled everything. Mm-hmm. Not his fault, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I'm, mm-hmm. like, again, like, I don't, I feel like I'm coming off as, like, a man apologist in the last few episodes, and I really, like, I don't think that's what my intention is, but I'm just like, what do you want them to do? Like, you canceled, like, the only time they could talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is he to do? Mm-hmm. Um, so he does want to talk to Rachel before the group date, so it's not, like, a lingering thing or something. He would talk to her about it on the group date. Um, at least we hope that's what his intention is. Um, and he says something to the effect, like, he's in, like, a talking head and he's, like... I need to talk to her about this, but I have no idea how she's going to react. And I'm like, you don't have any idea how she's going to react? You don't? 
Um, because, like, I also don't know this woman very well, but I know exactly how she's going to react <laughs> to this information. So he comes in and he, like, she looks, she's like, uh, <laughs> she knows immediately something is wrong. And I love that for her. But, uh, yeah, Logan, he informs Rachel that, like, while he's enjoyed his time with her on the first group date, he felt a stronger connection with Gabby. And that night he was, you know, hoping that, this was brutal. <laughs> that he was hoping that she, Gabby, would have offered him the rose. Mm-hmm. Like that's a oof. Um, but he's still being quite nice, and he's like, also, he wanted to let her know that, like, you know, it's been just like eating at him and nagging at him, and he just no longer can like keep this in, and he needs to say something, and then he feels bad, you know. Yeah, yeah, and then so. You know, Rachel's hearing all this. And, like, I don't, like, blame her for her response because this is, like, several times she's kind of heard something, like, kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, whether it was, like, the first week when they made the transition from it being, like, everybody chooses from the same guys to they split between guys. And then mm-hmm. she got rejected, like, three times in a row in front of, like, everybody. Like, she's hearing, like, some similar things, like, over and over. Like, I understand all of what's happening here. And I... I'm going to probably express some contrary opinions to that, but I do want to, like, mm-hmm. I want everyone to know, like, I do recognize that has got to be super fucking hard, and I understand, like, where her headspace is at in this moment, and I also understand, like, this is, like, really unkind, not because of Logan, but because of production, and I just want to, like, every problem I have with, like, anything that's going on here is a production problem. Like, none mm-hmm. of this should be happening at all because it's, like, putting like it's like putting individuals at like like i don't like they can't be like their best selves when they're like doing this kind of thing you know like so like he has to like do what's best for himself it's not like a game that he's playing he's not trying to hurt her feelings but he didn't have a choice like you know like really all he could have done was just say you know the same thing that everybody else said, and then a rose would have gotten taken away from Gabby, yeah. and or like or from Rachel. Rachel, from Rachel yeah. rather, and like the problem wouldn't have been solved. Like the problem is the format of this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So like none of it is Rachel, Gabby, or Logan's fault, in my opinion. At this point, yeah, agreed. it's just like the the they didn't think about how this was gonna go, or they did, and they're being like really intentionally cruel because like. <laughs> I mean, even if you came up with a format where, like, on paper it would work, you're talking about two very different women with two very distinct and different personalities. Yeah. And, like, people have to choose each other in this process. So, like, you can't just split men in half and expect half of them to be into Rachel and half to be into Gabby. You know? Yeah. Mm. So, Mm. essentially, at this point, Rachel's saying, like, Rachel's emotional which is fine. She says, you accepted so many roses from me. I appreciate your telling me. I just wish it would have been earlier. He's keeps trying to kind of soften the blow. He's like, I think you're great. Like, I think you're lovely. It's just like, I'm more interested in somebody else, basically. And she's just like, you don't have to keep going. I get it. And again, this is just like, excuse me, like a she has to react in the moment because there the format doesn't give her any time to hear difficult information process and then like mm-hmm. come back to the table with like mm-hmm. a fully like 
thought out opinion. It's just mm-hmm. recording her whenever she hears something emotional that's like about herself. And so she's like judging her own value like in those moments in real time. And in that's time, all we're yeah. seeing. Mm. And it sucks because like I think like if I would have heard that, what I w- would have wanted to do is just like, thank you for telling me. Let's like talk about this later or something Mm -hmm. i go like evaluate my own feelings like did i really like this person or am i just feeling weird that i got rejected yeah and Mm -hmm. like i would come back to the table and be like thank you for talking to me about it i wish you like the best with gabby and like Mm -hmm. there would be like several conversations that happen but in every point of this process rachel's just like hey react in the moment react in the moment and try to be your best self in this moment and it's hard no and then later on when she tells jesse that she feels like she's failing as a bachelorette part of that failure i'm sure is her actually being aware that she is like being really emotional right Mm -hmm. you know like and she also has like a direct comparison like she has you know like gabby who like she gabby reacted in a very real way to you know mm-hmm. Hayden or whatever but like she hasn't had the mm-hmm. the same kind of rejection experience so mm-hmm. like it looked and I, I mean like even like based on our old commentary it's like Gabby kind of has it together and Rachel doesn't it's kind of just like the general consensus but if we're giving like both of them the read that they deserve it's like no this whole process is actually really unfair yeah and if anything, I'm thinking Gabby is has her walls up completely. We were talking about it at home, watching it. Mm-hmm. Like, she's... Her, her like, cool, calm, collected energy or her angry energy is, I think, a form of protection as well, right? Or, like, yeah. born from trauma as well, you know? Yeah. And she's just, like, not fully letting some of it get to her, which is, like, fine, but also might be messy later on, right? Right. That, so, and, that and I think she could also be trying to... Protect Rachel, mm-hmm. herself, the mm-hmm. guys. Like, I think, like, the fact that every time that Gabby's going on a date and she's like, I'm tired of the surface level stuff. I want to know, like, the deeper thing. But she's not – she shares more sometimes, but she requires people to share first before she does, if that Ooh, makes sense. yes. I see that. I like it. Or it's just interesting. Yes, yes. We're getting, like, super ahead of ourselves, mm-hmm. but – um. My, my like, little critique of Rachel, or, or what I will say about the Logan situation, again, like, not trying to defend him, the man, but what I will say is that she's like, you accepted so many roses from me, and I'm like, no. Mm-mm. He accepted two. The second one, he didn't want to accept, and the first one, it, like, production changed the rules, so... Like, I don't think he's a shitty guy for, like, like quote-unquote, like, switching teams or whatever. Right. I think he wasn't given an opportunity to, like, advocate for himself and what he actually wanted. And I'm sure it's really easy to get caught up in, like, the show, production, all of that stuff. It's stuff we've mm-hmm. talked about over and over and over again. Like, well, like what? Yeah. yeah. And it's also hard for him, hard for me to imagine anyone... <sighs> We really are defending him, aren't we? Um, no, but it's really hard to imagine that anyone would also re- realistically know exactly who they want to choose by the second week when they did this yeah. the split, you know? Like, he was very valid. I, I can believe that he was like, no, I like Rachel. Mm-hmm. Like, Rachel's great. Yeah, and same. And then, you know, going down and then another week into it, he's like, oh, I mean, she is still great, but, yeah. you know. 
yeah you know whatever so yeah there's just like all of that to be so yeah I do agree her it was like it was so uncomfortable to watch her just be like being shitty on him although like again we can be shitty on men all day so that's fine yeah so yeah but then to like cancel the date and all these things yeah I there was a lot going on there and I don't like again like I think part of why I'm like trying to check myself because I think Rachel and I are just like very different people Mm -hmm. so I'm like not trying to like be judgmental but I am being judgmental so it's just gonna it is going to leak out and I apologize but (laughs) like again like I don't think I think they can have like interpersonal conflict without us being like Logan's such a piece of shit or Rachel's such a crybaby bitch you know like the show doesn't work (laughs) doesn't work this way it doesn't work (laughs) in this format um but anyway before she cancels the date though um the men are out and about they're in I think Brussels, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, somewhere out, somewhere out there. Um, and they're very, they're like all together. They're watching a very specific type of pornography, which is men covered head to toe in shit while wrestling. Um, I totally forgot about this until I rewatched it earlier today, and it made me laugh so hard. And that woman on the left, who is like a Caitlin Bristow stand-in or like a Hannah. And hat wearer that's just yeah. like, I'm wearing an all-white outfit while men are wrestling and shit. Like, what are you doing, ma'am? Get out of there. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they men are so stoked on it. <laughs> it's very weird. I don't, I, again, I don't understand what is going on here truly. But also, the, like, the fact that the guy that's, like, actually wrestling in mud looks a little bit like Blake, um, uh, yeah, Horseman. Yeah, like, that it. could be him in the challenge. Oh, wow. Not the challenge. What is it? Um, All-Star Shore. Oh, my gosh. You're right. I see what it. What if it was? Ooh, it might be. That was, what, that was a challenge. <laughs> so, <we're laughing. laughs> um, so, yeah, we already talked a little bit. So, she cancels the she cancels the day portion of the day um, after Jesse Palmer does his job for the first time this season. Does he? <laughs> Okay, yeah. so he, he comes in and he's basically, she's like, I feel like I'm doing, like, a shitty job. And he basically says, there's no such thing as the perfect bachelorette. And then he basically leaves. And I'm just like, what? Like, you're not helpful. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, because, like, if anything, like, he's just agreeing. He's like, yeah, you're doing a really bad job. Yeah. But, like, no, Pobody's perfect. <laughs> Pobody's perfect. Yeah, like, it's... I, again, just, like, bring back two other, why couldn't, okay, they tried, they fully tried out two other women, Mm -hmm. and then they were like, what if we just put a man in there and then cast two women, and it's just so dumb. This show's dumb. (sighs) That's gonna be the title of this episode. The show is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) And you listeners can decide whether we're talking about the podcast or the (laughs) bachelorette. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so, yeah, she definitely pulls a Matt James and decides not to have any time at all with the contestants, because, as she says, we are weeks away from hometowns, <laughs> but, like, who cares? I screamed at the TV, I was like... Seriously? <gasps> two weeks. She was like, we're two weeks away, and I don't even have seven guys that like me, and I'm like, doesn't that make it easier? Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's the one thing I want to say before we move on from the Rachel of it all. Um, 
is that, and I, and I agree with you, like, you and I are, like, coming at it from, like, obviously, like, we're at home being, like, why shouldn't you, you should do this, you should do this, but I do have to say, she should, if, in a perfect world, she should have walked away, like you said, and then come back, and then thanked the man, brought a coffee cake, I don't know, and said, thank you for letting me know, like, she should be thanking all of these men for not wasting her time, Mm -hmm. you know, like, this, like, great, you're doing a lot of work for me, because normally, I have to fucking figure out which one is not good, and you're doing that. That is so true, and I cannot wait to fully clip out the 40-minute, 55-second mark where Jenna said, you should be thanking the men. It's, um, like, you know how, like, sometimes, I, I think Allie and I do this sometimes where we're, like, you know, we can never not be friends because you have so much dirt on me. That's how I feel about what I just heard from you just now. Like, mm-hmm. you truly have to be my friend for the rest of my life because I heard you just say, you should bake a coffee cake and thank the men. It's so funny because I felt it with my whole chest, too. I was, like, literally, like... <laughs> you were so passionate. Me. I was, like, moving my Yes. <laughs> it was, like, uh, it was, like, a embarrassing like boomer campaign speech the mask the mask slipped for one second yeah (laughs) we this is proof that we've been doing this for too long we're starting to just become like normie bachelor people we're just like what the fuck is wrong with these women Ugh. (laughs) no i like i understand what you're saying though like i like in an empowering way like i would like i've i've done that myself like i'll be like oh i'm glad this didn't work out because this like saved me from having to go down more pain right Right. yeah like it like it could have been like a garrett situation like you spend two years with this person and they are a complete you know like bootlicker chode fuck you know like it she there was time saved there yeah time was saved so thank you logan and speaking of speaking of us continuing to simp for this man he does in fact get a redemption arc because he goes to talk about talk to Gabby. <laughs> I I think at least in this conversation, for what it's worth, he explained himself well. I like I was like, I wonder how he's gonna talk to Gabby about it. I wonder how she's gonna take it, how she's gonna handle it. Um he basically just like went to her room. He said he was really into her since the first group date, and those feelings didn't really fade when he was, you know, on Team Rachel, quote unquote. Um, she basically said that she understood, um, and that from the beginning of the process, there was only, like, a few situations where feelings overlapped, um, and he was one of the guys that they were both into, and I think it was really just Tino and Logan, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and just, like, as an aside, I want to point out that I think it's funny how both Tino and Logan were picked by... Rachel and Gabby's kind of just was like, okay, like, hands off. Like, you can... And I don't know. It it makes me feel like there's, like, a dynamic there, but I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to just make shit up. But I think you can tell where I'm going with it, listeners, and that's all I'm going to say about it. (laughs) Um, But basically, Gabby wants to go check in with Rachel and see if it's okay with her, which, again, is part of my larger point. But... um. Rachel's, Rachel is, like, nervous about him, and 
I feel like the editing makes me feel like we should be nervous about him. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think they would, you know, do... I don't think they would do as much with it if there wasn't something to be worried about there. So true. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so true. Yeah. Yeah, she goes on just about how, like, well, yeah, but he's, like, accepting all these roses. And I get that he's trying to follow his heart, but, like, what are you going to do? And then... I mean, yeah, it's just, like, he only accepted two, just like you said earlier. And both roses were kind of weird roses. Mm -hmm. So she's just – she's in a place of hurt, as we mentioned, and that's Mm -hmm. understandable. And it is just unfortunate that it's all being filmed and then blasted out to a bunch of people who cannot make two cents of nuance. (laughs) Including us. Mm -hmm. We're the queens at it. Um, Uh. Yeah, but it is – it gets – oh, my God, it does get tiring because, like, Rachel is just, like – Going on and on. And Gabby's like, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like, Rachel talks about, like, feeling humiliated by, like, the rejection, which I understand again. But I'm just like, okay, but I don't think that – I feel like that should not be put on your friend that you're going through this experience with. That, like, they have, you know, an on-site, like, therapist and people to talk to, producers, mm-hmm. etc., for a reason, and I get that they probably want to film it, which is why they're not encouraging her to talk mm-hmm. to the therapist or a producer. Mm-hmm. But it's it again. The show is imperfect, and these people are also imperfect. So I just feel like Gabby's kind of getting just a little bit of the short end of the stick, and mm-hmm. so she like. At a certain point, Rachel, like, backpedals and is like, oh, no, 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 but if you want to, like, explore things with him, it's totally fine. In a way that, where it's, like, it's not totally fine. You know, mm-hmm. like, if you read between the lines, it's like, no, oh, I would prefer you didn't. Or, like, or I care about you and I don't think you should do that or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> So Gabby kind of insinuates that she wants to explore the relationship a little bit. Um. And there was, like, some talk about, you know, like, on Twitter. Unfortunately, that's all I read. Um, So, like, Hayden was a dick to Gabby and Rachel didn't get rid of him right away. So it's, like, totally fine. Mm-hmm. You know, if she wants to... But I don't even feel like that's the same thing yeah, at all. Yeah, I think it's quite comparable, yeah. Like, Hayden was, like, an absolute asshole. And, yeah. you know, yeah, Rachel Agreed. kept it going for a while. And, like, Logan was just, like... This is going to hurt to hear, but I like somebody else. And it's a mm-hmm. shitty thing to hear. Like, mm-hmm. nobody likes being rejected. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's, like, comparable. I don't know. Um, I mean, I think people are just such really... I mean, again, it, having two leads, two women leads, people are really trying to <laughs> find, oh. find the faults in one of them and do all this. And then I guess here's here's my, like, problematic moment, too. Because I'm just like, yeah, 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 Rachel's a mess right now. She's kind of making all of us, like, cringe and whatever. But you see the previews, and Gabby is going to, in the future, get crushed towards the end of the show, Mm -hmm. you know? So I keep almost saying, and again, this is, like, the problematic part. I'm just like, y'all, just wait. (laughs) Just wait. We're going to be making fun of Gabby in just a mere two weeks. (laughs) I mean... Equality. That is equality, truly. (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> the women's liberation movement was actually about two women being able to equally embarrass themselves at different times on the same TV show yeah. with 30 men involved. It's really um, beautiful. But there, there's also, like, a lot of... There was, like, a lot of discourse about, like, oh, would you ever date your friend's ex? <laughs> discourse, and I'm just, like, straight people, listen. Listen. Shut the, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you have no idea what it's like in the gay community. Like, you gotta get over it. You gotta. Obsessed. You will never, ever recover if you don't get over it right now. Yep. yep. And it's fine. It's, like, I feel like it's, like, not that bad, Mm-mm. to be honest. Mm-mm. Like, once you get over, like, the initial shock of, like, coming out, it's not that bad. Being gay? Yeah, being gay, once you come out, not that bad. I, yeah. I Didn't famously Barack Obama say it gets better and, like, maybe Dwight Schrute from The Office at the time? Like, I don't know. I don't remember what that campaign was like because I was true. in the closet still. But, you know, when Barack Obama said it gets better, he was actually talking about your friends dating your exes <laughs> in the gay community. You just have to get over. You just gotta gotta realize that the community is small, and you know you can't be picky. And you just have to. You he know. just like oh, uh, he really fucking knew. He was like doing drone strikes against brown people all over the world. And he was like, you know what, you little twink, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna get better. Ah, uh, <laughs> well, what remains of Rachel's group date? Oh, uh, the you know scattered masses of men that don't like her very much. Um. <laughs> So, like, the first thing Rachel does, she fills in the guys on, like, the Logan drama, and she does, I feel like, at once a year. Absolutely. During, yeah. During Bachelorette, there's, like, a point where they're like, if you don't want to be here, then get the fuck out. And everyone's <laughs> just, like, not even looking or making eye contact with anybody, but they're, like, ankleless socks. And they're just like, no, 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 I need the airtime, like, <laughs> for my money. <laughs> Please. Um, But obviously, like, nobody leaves. Um, If they left, that would... I'm not going to lie that I would have laughed. Like, it's not a nice thing for me to say. It's not the kindest thing I've ever thought, but I would laugh. Um, But, yeah, they sit there, like, in fucking silence as normal. Um, And I, I, like... Okay, so here's my question, Jenna. Like... Does Rachel not know that she picked the six most boring guys of the whole group? So, like, obviously, like, Gabby picked the funny guys. Yeah. She picked the boring ones. Like, I'm sorry. She just did. Yeah. And again, we are, we're really going to get canceled this week. I just feel like I, but that makes sense to me because Rachel is kind of just like a basic, boring lady, you know? And that's fine. That's fine. I think she's nice and wonderful and she has gray hair. Yeah. But, like... And she's a pilot, and she's awesome, and she's smart. And I'm not saying she's not a wonderful, smart person. But yeah. I do think she's looking for a box of rocks. Yeah. And that's Tino. Yeah. Oh, so she man. did good. She did good in that way. But you're right. She picked the most, six most boring men. And, you know, what are you going to do? Like, Ethan's I... the only good one from her group. Uh, Ethan. Box of rocks, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Just the rocks. Um, so yeah, it's very funny. They're not passionate about anything. They don't have any, but she's not, I don't know. It's like, it is like, this is when you look at the two seasons that are happening in one season, like her season is very much a like, 
just like a bachelorette, like, mm, mm-hmm. like you know, a, I don't know, just like a basic one, a Becca Kufrin of it, you know, yeah. like Gabby, of course, is the Caitlin Bristow of it all. Mm-hmm. That comparison's been made a million times, but it is true, though. It's yeah. Like, it's true. And like, I'm sure... Sh- if I were on a season with Caitlin Bristow, I would be comparing myself to her, too. And I feel like I have a personality, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it would be hard to not compare, you yeah. know, the two. But um, anyway, she has, like, good interactions uh, one-on-one with the men, including a funhouse mirror makeout session that made me deeply uncomfortable. Because, again, this whole show and the romance of it all makes me uncomfortable. Um I have a problem with Tino in this episode. Same. Did you have a problem with Tino? I did, yeah. I did. So, Tino comes in to the date, and he's like, <laughs> um, I, okay, I don't know, this is, I, I am gonna get canceled. I don't want anyone to say I feel unseen anymore. <laughs> I, like, really don't. Like, it was, it was utilized a lot in a season, and it kind of like it would it would feel like what was like Hannah Brown's thing, like it would be like if someone else used like Roll Tide or something yeah. like that or like yeah. let's do the damn thing like I would it's like you can only have it like once, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. And so like when I hear like I don't feel seen. I don't. I just. I. I can't hear it from a dude right now. I don't know. I. That's. You know. I feel like there's a different way to express that, I guess. Like, I... It was weird. I'm upset that I didn't get to see you earlier today and it made me feel... like, Or, like, this made me feel weird and here's why. Not, like, I feel unseen or something. So, like... It's a strong word for what he's trying to express. Yeah. He's just like, I... (laughs) I feel disappointed that, you know, you didn't, you know, want to see us earlier today. Or, like... Your response to Logan made me feel like you didn't want to see me today or something like, you know, like, there's, like, a different way to express that that's, like, less, like, it feels, like, almost, like, when people co-opt, like, social justice language in an inappropriate way. Um, So, like, I mean, like, I'm not denying, like, what he felt or anything. I just think there's a different way to kind of express what he was feeling. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, 100%. He could have been, like... Not having you come to, out to the day today made I, I felt I felt just sad, you know. I felt worried and worried about you, but I also I was I was sad to not have time with you, and that made me like you know, or made me feel rejected yeah, or something yeah, like that. Exactly, and I and I, I admittedly got in my head about it, and I felt a little weird, but you know, let's talk. And instead, it was like he really was kind of being like you did this because you didn't want to see me. Like, you mm-hmm. made me feel unseen. When it's like, all of the men felt this way, you know? Yeah. And I did the little brain exercise in my head as if I had this been a woman saying it, I would have been a lot more like, yes, 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 mm-hmm. um, initially. But I still think I would also be like, oh, this is not, it's not you, you know? It's the whole thing. Yeah, but, like, I mean, like, also think about it, like, if you were expressing that to a guy, like, I felt unseen today, and he was like, oh, well, I was just having my own moment, like, I had nothing to do with you, because that's truly what happened. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, like, it would get turned around on, like, the woman expressing that so fast, but because it's, like, a dude saying it, like, Mm -hmm. but... It's like, yay, this man's emotional. Oh my god, his emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's also just so interesting she loves it 
She does. She fucking loves it. And I'm just like, no, sister. <laughs> like, <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop rewarding them with this. Um, it's just like a, I don't know, this show is like so weird because in in many ways, like throughout the show, it's like no one is like required to like want to spend time with you, to like spending time with you, mm-hmm. to, you know, it feels like in many, many cases, there's like a lot of entitlement going around just like period, but there's some ways in when, in which it's like rewarded and like some ways in which it's not and it's so interesting Mm -hmm. and it's really interesting with like Rachel in particular because she's been at such a low point where when someone even when I feel like if someone said that to me I'd be like ew like back off you like moss you know like (laughs) get off of me like she's like oh my god like someone is really into me like I'm so attracted to that because someone is into me like it's like a different kind of, I don't want to say, like, pick-me-ism, but it kind of is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to say. but Food security, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I need to say it out loud. And, Jenna, you're going to have to screenshot this from the notes and post it on Instagram so that people know what exactly I'm talking about. Um, I'm just going to quote it from what I put in my notes. Also, I'm sorry, Tito from the side looks like Chris Harrison. (laughs) It's so true, though. It's so upsetting. I, like, was looking through, like, a bunch of recaps earlier today while I was watching, and I saw this, and I screamed my ass off. It was not okay. (sighs) There was no one to save me from it. Like, I don't have any help here. (sighs) It is really gross. It's really, he, it's 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 so close that it's like it is like really uncanny. You're just like, oh god, this is what it would look like. Like if Chris Harrison rewrote the romance novel and oh. put himself on the cover. No, that's probably what he did though, and they made him change it. I'm nauseous. <sighs> Yuck. Oh my god. We have to move on. Gabby's date. Oh. Gabby's group date. This should be short and sweet. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so she goes, Gabby's date. Um, God, what is she wearing? Yes, I loved it, What though. was it? I, <laughs> I was, this is like, she's like peak the craft, you know? Like, yeah. she's giving craft energy right now, and it's like so good to me. But, I mean, it was very sexy for a day date. Yeah. I like a, like a long black skirt with like a high slit and a crop top with like lace. There, like, so I I was watching it while I was taking notes, like, or, or I was listening to it, I guess is, like, a, a better way to put it. And I looked up, and it looked like there was, like, a thing right underneath her boobs. And it, like, when I saw it, it was, like, a brief, like, flash second. And I was like, is that a skull? Was that what it was? I don't know. I think it was just, like, a lace detail. Oh, God. It looked like a skull. And I was like, what in the hell and fuck is this? <laughs> and then she, like, later in the episode, she wears that fucking, you know, that, like, Beauty and the Beast, like, shawl winter coat <laughs> thing. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? So true. We are sacrificing men. It's fine. <laughs> She's preparing for her her, her spell. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so this is probably the best episode, or best part of the episode, because Gabby deep throats a whipped cream machine. It's so hot. Yeah, it's very good. (laughs) I, um, do you want to hear something embarrassing? 
I, I, <laughs> I tried Googling what, like, what it's called when a guy, like, comes in your mouth. Because I thought it was, like, I thought, I think I was, like, mixing up, like, what a cream pie is. And I just, like, wanted to make sure I was using the right word. And it, like, so I literally Googled in our thing, what is it called when a guy comes in your mouth? And it, like, didn't, like, nothing came up. And so I, I deleted it from our history because I was, like, oh, my God, what if Jenna looks something up on our date card account? And she's, like, wait, who looked up what is it called when a guy comes in your mouth? I would know it was you because you've never had sex. I know. I've never had sex. But I literally, like, I was, like, I I don't think this is what a cream pie is, no. but I wanted to put it in the notes. Yeah. Like, I wanted to have it right. I mean, what essentially, it, like, essentially, she is still being cream pied. I think we can still apply it. Yeah. But it was, like, one of the more, like, I'm 30 years old. And I, like, I was literally, like, I had to look it up. <laughs> I thought there was, like, I thought there was going to be a cool special word that I, I could be, like, know. you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, bukkake adjacent, you know. Yeah. 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 I, 100%. I, I guess maybe, like, a latte. Like, we gave her a latte, a foamy latte. A foamy latte. I mean, I, I just thank you listeners for <laughs> canceling me after this one. I'm a virgin that can't read. <laughs> My favorite, favorite thing that's ever happened. Thank you. Um, so they participate in this wonderful game from, <laughs> that's very popular in Brussels, I guess, which is a uh, Rochambeau fish slapping. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gabby brings in a large Belgian man into her group as to just like sit there and like, yeah, make the men hit each other with fishes. It's pretty amazing. And then like Rachel gets upset because. You know, Gabby kisses him, and then he gets pulled into, like, the group of men that, you know, Gabby is also dating. So Rachel feels, like, fully rejected. Um, sorry, I'm just, like, being mean at this it's point. So good. It's like, I'm half, like, a I'm half a coffee cup of wine in, so it's just only going to get worse from here. Um, really, though, like, the guys feel weird about Logan being included yeah. on the date. Wait, was Logan in the... In no, the he day the portion? Night part. Yeah, oh. the night part. Yeah, oh, like, okay. Yeah, it's fine. Like, it's, it is weird. My favorite part of this is that, like, okay, so they foreshadow. They're just like, oh, everything's going great. We're so excited. It's going to be a normal night. Dun, dun, dun. Logan comes in. He's wearing a chain a la Andrew. Ugh. Your husband, I'm so sorry for you. It's still time. You're still, you can still, I think that's probably like 90 days and you can annul the marriage, right? I, I don't know, but he did he did travel, so I'm assuming he's trying to figure it out yeah, he, during he this moment. Here, yeah, good for him. So, um, and, but then Gabby comes in later, and it's just, like, I, she just, like, doesn't give a fuck, and they're all just, like, mm. she's, like, yeah, so I guess she knows Logan's here. <laughs> well, I mean, what are you gonna do? And then she's, just like, cheers to getting to know everybody better. <laughs> oh, my God. It was kind of perfect. Like, what a... I mean, like, what are you going to do? Like, if you're going to keep him around, like, mm-hmm. might as well, like, not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I've just you know, seen they can, de- they can deal with their feelings. Exactly. Other leads in the past would have been, like, just, like, I'm really sorry that I didn't do this. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. It's my time so, here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we get a one-on-one date with Rachel and Avon, who's so fucking handsome. He is very handsome. I didn't see his face the entire time, though, because he was sucking 
Rachel's the whole time. Oh, fair. That was the that was the most make outy date I've seen in a really long time, mm-hmm. and you know how those dates make me feel. Mm-hmm. So, so true. So true. Um, yeah, so they go on a little like um, horse carriage ride, which is really triggering if you've seen the news at all in New York lately. I saw that. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, trigger warning. Anyway, oof, we're not gonna talk about it. But anyway, um, yeah. So, what happens on this date? They um, meet with these women who make like traditional lace, mm-hmm. and she puts on a veil, and then they kiss, and it was just like, oh, look at you know, it was one of those moments, yeah. you know. Oh my god. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess this is kind of a similar thing to what we were talking about earlier, and I was just going to ask you how you kind of feel about them, where, like, Rachel's, like, providing commentary where she's like, he's touching me, he's kissing me, he's making me feel, like, desired and wanted, and I feel like those things are super important, but she's not, like, actually, like, I'd, I don't mm-hmm. feel like I really learned mm-hmm. a whole lot about him. I mean, of course, we all learn something in the evening portion of mm-hmm. the date, but mm-hmm. we're not hearing, like, the same kinds of things from Gabby, I guess, where it's just, like, I feel like, again, like, Rachel's whole thing might be, like, physical touch, like, mm-hmm. words of affirmation, affection, mm-hmm. stuff like that, but it just makes me feel nervous that... She just feels, like, so unwanted that anyone, like, giving her, like, yeah. a little bit touch. of attention. Yeah. 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 Which is, like, so clean, you know, too. So mm-hmm. I just do find it all very fascinating. I agree. I, yeah, I, I do. I think she just, like, doesn't, she's not really getting to know some of these men. It's just all, you know, physical. But, hey, you know. And I, th- I think maybe, like, it's, like, unfair to compare the two because they're two totally different people and they want probably want different things from relationships and stuff but it's again it's like hard to not compare the two because of the format of the fucking show (laughs) and i keep trying to not judge but find myself consistently judging it's really hard (laughs) every season the bachelor is always the hardest one to recap for this reason too and then Mm -hmm. you add another woman and it's like oh my god So, yeah, in the evening portion, we do get to know a little bit more about Avon, finally. He lets us know that his parents um, divorced when he was young, and he grew up, like, living with just his dad and not seeing his mom. Um, But then he reconnected with his mom later in uh, adulthood, and they, you know, like, reconnected and, like, um, understand each other much more. And it was really sweet. And then he says that his mom gave him this really sweet bracelet that, like, dedicates, like, how much she like, believes in him and things like that, and then he decides to give it to Rachel. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be, like, a token of good luck and good energy, which uh, Rachel is clearly lacking a lot of this season. Yeah. Um, she, of course, loves it, and he receives the rose. Um, and then I think one of my favorite dates of this season so far is actually Gabby and Johnny. <laughs> Um, so, like, did this remind you of the butter date at all? Yeah, from, from Michelle's, or Matt James's? I think it was Matt James, I can't remember. Yeah. I feel like it was Michelle and Matt, Yeah, it was Michelle and Matt, yep, so it was on Matt's season, yeah, it was. So, we have, you know, the Belgian version of the weird butter date, so instead they go to a brewery with, like, a quirky couple. Yes. 
they slap each other with hops. They do a beer bath. Oh, my um, God, you're right. This date. <laughs> yes. They they live out basically my husband Andrew's fantasy. Like, truly, if Andrew and I were to have sex, I think this would be the way to do it. Um, but until that happens, I will preserve my virginity and wait for the right moment. Good. Um, you can tell Gabby likes Johnny. Like, he seems, like, kind of, like... I like them together, too. He seems kind of, like, cocky, but, like... Mm. Like, cocky, reserved, and, like, he makes, like, little jabs that are kind of funny. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he's goofy, but acts like a cool guy, I guess yeah. is how she describes him. Um, and I think that works well for her. Also, mm-hmm. when she's in her ITMs, look at her mouth, look at her nose. That makeup is gone yeah. like they made out hard oh my god it's a little you know? red even like not yeah. just from the lipstick but from the making out with his like yeah hair. like they made out hard mm. um so yeah i mean like gabby's mission i think for the whole season is to get the men to open up like past the goofs mm-hmm. um i can't relate i never want to hear anymore <laughs> past the jokes so <laughs> Um, Danica doesn't even know Andrew's last name. I don't. And I took it on. So I'm just... It's just that funny. (laughs) You know what to say about funny men. (laughs) Oh, you know. Um, so Johnny talks about his... In the the nighttime portion of the date after they're done, you know, fucking in beer. Um, Johnny talks about his last relationship and he says the person he was dating disappeared on him as soon as he felt comfortable being his true self. Hmm. He says, that was the last time I had really let my guard down. I'm like the least confident person ever. And I was like, I didn't know he was one of the two people that had dated Nate before this season, but here we go. Oh no. (sighs) So true. (laughs) It's like, I got ghosted after being kind of love bombed and now I'm really insecure. I huh. I like Johnny. I think I don't know enough about him. You know, mm-hmm. the misandrist in me was like, "Come off it." He's just come like, off it. He was just like going. I'm just so insecure. I'm just so. I'm not confident at all. And Gabby was trying to like talk, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just so. I'm just so insecure." And I'm just like, "Shh, shh." If you're so insecure, how about listen? Yeah, but um. I, I like him. I but think... I do think he's probably a nice guy, and I don't think he's, like... I, it, he almost seems too normal. Like, he's, like, not... Like, like he's a guy, so he's probably terrible in some regards, but he almost seems like he's just, like, not douchey enough to be on the show. Oh, I think I get what you mean. Like, do you remember when I was... I mean, I don't want to keep, like, slandering him, because he's fine. Like, whatever. He, he was just a guy. TM, TM, TM. But, like, when I was dating that guy... That was really into rock climbing. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that I liked the best about him was that he thought that I was funny. You know what I mean? So yes. I wonder if it's, like, a kind of, like, comfort thing for Gabby, too. Where, like, you know, I feel like you know this feeling, too. Where, like, when, like, people that are, like, attractive, there's nothing, like, wrong with them mm-hmm. or anything. They're nice. They're, like funny sometimes but they mostly think the world of you and that's like why you like them so much because they like you if that makes sense yeah Yeah. the last person i like said i love you too was that like that that vibe (laughs) yeah for sure very lovely individual she's great i love you for loving me yeah but it was i could tell as soon as i said it i was like oh wait i think i just love myself 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> See, we're the problem. Hmm. That's so funny. <sighs> but, I mean, like, again, he's not... He's not bad. You can tell it's a difficult conversation for him to open up just based on his body language. Like, he's he can't, like, really, like, look at her super mm. easily. Like, and I, I don't know. I think, like, again, as a person who, like, jokes around to avoid emotions, I think that's kind of his, like, default. And it to me, it seems like Gabby's trying to go deeper with people than that. So I don't know if they're going to, like, since hometowns are in less than two weeks or whatever, like, I don't know if he's yeah. going to... Be one of the, you know, especially if people keep, you know, jumping ship, you know, she's going to have like 25 people to choose from. (laughs) We can just jump the ship, literally. (laughs) True. Oh, I didn't even realize that was a joke. (laughs) All right. You can do this, girl. Me? Mm -hmm. Me? You can can say it. Oh, uh, everybody hates Logan. Is that what it is? Wait, what? The first part. Oh, God, no. Uh, Rose, Sarah, God damn it. Hold on. Hold on. Here, I'm going to have a drink really quick. Rose, Sarah, Moni. Good job. Woo! A.K.A. Everybody Hates Logan. (laughs) Yeah, so, but seriously, everybody on Team Gabby is very annoyed and I can get it, you know, like, we already talked about Logan for a long time, but I I understand why they are all annoyed. Um, mm-hmm. It makes sense. They've been there for the two weeks, and, you know, it's like, it, I think that they're not idiots in the sense that they know how this show fucking works, and the production's not going to send Logan home right now. No. And so they're looking at each other like, well, which one of us is going to go home? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're very <really And>, smart. <laughs> I mean, like, also, like, people on Rachel's team are mad because they didn't get to spend as much time with her this week. So, like, everybody is mad at this man. Um, But, I mean, like, you know, way to go, guys, for being mad at your future spouses for, you know, having autonomy about how they spend their time and with whom. So Mm -hmm. love to see it. Fun. Yeah. So Gabby gives Nate some chocolates that she got for his daughter. Good on him for telling her, you know. Um, and he Brave. cries, and it was sweet. Um. <laughs> I, yeah, we're going to say this can range from a sweet response to a weird response, and we're going to wait until we hear his side of the story, Stories. I guess, to, <laughs> to, like, we can edit this podcast in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um... Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're just, like, wearing, I think it's, like, probably pretty cold out or something. Because yeah. they're all, like, they, like, the men go inside after the mm-hmm. rose ceremony. And, again, it feels, like, very Beauty and the Beast. Like, the longest, like, coats that are, like, very luxe and, like, fur covered. And it's very strange looking, to be honest. But Yeah, it's, like, I mean. Also, I again, this is. The good. This is a ship that can house, like. 4,000 people, and they're making them film this outside? Like, you little bitches. Did you see the pool this time? No, I didn't. I'm not paying attention. I will. I refuse to pay attention to the pool. (laughs) I don't understand why. I'm not even, like, mad. It's like Anchorman. I'm like, I'm not even mad. I'm just, like, impressed is not even the right word. But, like, what are you, like, I don't understand why. And why do I have to look at this metal pole that's separating these queens it's bizarre 
I mean, maybe it's like a. I feel like they did this in RuPaul's Drag Race where they had like a, like a COVID thing where they had like one mirror so like the drag queens could perform and then there was split mirrors between everybody. Maybe they just are doing that now because I mean like obviously they're no longer afraid of COVID because they're on a fucking cruise ship, but like maybe they just need to separate the two of them in case you know there's a fight. You know how girl <laughs> fights work. Yeah, truly. Yeah, when she gives when Gabby gives Logan the rose, Gabby or Rachel wants to just fucking stab her. Yeah, so you're making a poor choice. Yeah, so yeah, they're on top of this pool, and sadly, no one falls in. But um, we do get Rachel gives the rose to. Well, she already went to Avon. Um, yeah, so we have Avon, Tino, Zach, Tyler, and Ethan, and then Who'd- Gabby. Well, go ahead. She gave a rose to Tino already, yes. too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So exactly. she gave one to Zach, Tyler, and Ethan. Yeah. Meaning our man. Meatball. 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 Has to go home and. Um, Damn shame. Just want to say I miss you. Um, I'm going to really miss making that joke. Yeah. Like every week. Like I know we were doing it too much yeah. and that we lost some listeners probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah one-star reviews but you know we just have to we cannot let the haters get to us yeah cannot Don't let the haters get you down no so then gabby um gives roses out to well she already gave one out to johnny um, and nate nate and so jason spencer eric and then <laughs> logan of course wow um, it's weird because she did send home her first impression rose, and I thought that was fascinating. You know, his name is Mario. Did she? Yeah, Mario. Michael and Mario go home. Um, which was I thought Tino now. was her first one. Mm-hmm. Mario. That was, was Rachel. Yeah. Oh, Gabby. Wait, I thought Tino was a first impression rose. That for, was that for, for Rachel. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I got them confused. You're fine. <laughs> How will that ever happen? Oh, um, no, but yeah, so Gabby like gave her first impression to this guy named Mario, and then oh. she hasn't seen him since, did not give him a date, and then sent him home. That is so wild. Yeah. I wonder if that, like, I want to look at, like, the data and see if that's ever happened before. Not I don't really. think so. No, I think the only other time kind of was Tasha. She came in mid-season and she gave her first impression rose to a guy named Spencer who she sent home pretty quickly. So, like, kind of, but, like, <sighs> I don't really count, count that fully, you know? Um, that not is that I don't so count, wild. I, don't, I count Tasha, of course, but that season was such a shit show. So, um, but yeah, mostly bachelorettes pick their, they either pick their first impression rose in the end or they go quite far. So I did find it very fascinating. That is so interesting. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now that I'm thinking about it, like, all of the Bachelorette, it, it's been a shit show in the last, like, two years. Like, it really has. Starting with Claire. Yeah. Uh-oh. Claire was the start of the apocalypse, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Yikes. Oh, boysy. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, um, So, yeah, that's pretty much the episode. They have a pretty, you know, the teaser is teasing... Some more shit with Logan. As you said, there's definitely an edit happening, but, like, also maybe he is a shitbag, so can't wait to find out. They also just allude to 
um, Rachel really losing it more, you know, I kind of was thinking like, oh, maybe this will be kind of the end of it, but it seems like she's still gonna like, she might want to go home. Um, but then we start to see some problems with Gabby as well. And some insecurities as well. It's really going to be sad to see for sure. Um, so glad that Jesse's there to help. Yeah. You know? It's going to be a really good rock for these two individuals. Uh, sorry if you guys can hear my roommate's music. She just turned on like... It sounded like babies. Yeah, it sounds like babies. And she might be sacrificing a baby. Well. Yeah, good for her. Go check it out. See yeah. what's going on. Let me know. Yeah. Beautiful times. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, I like to always check in with you right now, Danka. Are you excited for the rest of the season? What's my usual response? Everyone answer. Three, two, one. No. Um, no, I, I... I'm curious to see how it, like, pans out, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel optimistic and... I think it's, like, harder to feel optimistic about, like, what's going on recently. Mm-hmm. I think after Michelle and Nate broke up, I was like, okay, well, I'm done, right? Mm-hmm. You know? No, I know. Like, yeah. Like, they had their reasons and whatever. We're not going to say that, like, anyone was perfect. But it was – that felt like a really good couple, you know? It felt like a really yeah. good match. And, so... and I don't – I don't – I just, like, don't feel the vibe, I guess, with, mm-hmm. like, really almost – anyone in that same way mm-hmm. where even like with michelle like her top three or four made mm-hmm. a fuck ton of sense to me mm-hmm. like depending so on true. what she wanted out of so the experience mm-hmm. and now i'm just like oh well i guess like any of these guys could work like you could date these guys but i'm not feeling mm-hmm. like the you know mm-hmm. the, the marriage yeah, vibe so you know yeah that's so true yeah, I really can't. I mean, somebody asked me, like, who do you think is, like, you know, top four or whatever? And I was like, oh, I could guess. But, yeah, who's going to be the, like, the end? Top four for who? Like, I know. Right. Exactly. I can't mm. even think of one for either that yeah. I'm, like, obsessed with. No. Exactly. I guess I, I really do like Ethan and I really like um, Avon so far. But I don't know if Rachel's going to go with either of those individuals. And then for Gabby, it's like, I mean, she has a good connection with... Nate, but I don't think she's going to pick him regardless because I like the kid element of it, to be honest. And then, you know, I think she's connecting with um, that mullet guy. guy. Yeah, mullet guy. And then the guy from last week who talked about inner child work. Um, Mm. Jason, I think. Yeah. But like, those are just, they're both really ugly men. And I guess I just don't (laughs) want them to win. So. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm going to (laughs) perish. Is it just because of the mullet or do you just like not? He looks like, like Nick Vial, but in, the, in oh, a bad yeah. way. But, like, in a bad way, you know? Like, Nick Vial, I would still let him fuck me, probably. Um, oh, God, you would still I... let this guy fuck you, too. Stop it. Wow. Okay. All right. We have to go. Um, podcast uh-huh. is over. Podcast over. Po- podcast Jenna's is getting over. called out, so the podcast is over. Podcast. This is how it always works. Um, do you have any updates um, before we wrap up about... Nick? No. no, I don't want to hear about him any longer. Uh, do you have any updates about Roses for Everybody? Or yeah. everybody? Sorry, I say it wrong every time. Roses no, no, no. for Everybody. No, it's fine. I also, you say body in a cute way in general. Body? Like, like body, very... yaddy, yaddy. <laughs> it's like, are you from the Midwest? Um... <laughs> Idaho, Iowa, Ohio, whatever. 
Well, we just hit 8,000 signatures today, so thank you all so much for participating and doing that. We want to keep going. We have some plans to keep working on trying to get some big people. I want to get a celebrity, you know, or somebody who's not Bachelor-related to sign on. Um, so if you have any suggestions on people you know or whatever, we're going to try to aggressively uh, get Lizzo's attention, and I'm excited about that because uh, she's amazing, and that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um I know if it's going well otherwise, uh, and we just, uh, we appreciate everybody. You know, keep, keep talking about it though, cause we really, we really need to, um, embarrass the show. So mm-hmm. it's important. It's important to me. It's weird <laughs> because you have to embarrass them, but they keep doing it themselves, but in a different way. In a different way. Yeah. Actually this Monday, stay tuned. We're hopefully going to be dropping a new infographic, uh, where we talk about the 2009 faded Mike Fleiss original called More to Love, but the original name was The Fatchelor. And it was a dating what? show with just fat people. And it was very bad. And so we're going to talk about why that was bad, because some people have suggested, well, shouldn't we just get a show with only fat people on it? Uh. I mean, like, I really trust Mike Fleiss to do a good, nuanced job yeah. at, a, yeah. you know, diversity and inclusion, <laughs> especially in 2009. Wait, was he, like, was that, like, a pitch for ABC? It, it, did it, 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 did made, it air? It made to air on Fox. My God, that guy's such a sh- Yeah, it's pretty bad. Shitbag. Oh, wow. I can't wait to hear more about that. And, um, yeah, I'm going to stay tuned for that one for sure. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. So, yeah, thank you all so much. Um, we love you. And make sure you, um, you know, go out there and make a man feel good about themselves this week. I feel like that was the lesson we have to take away from this episode. Yeah. We That we, men are just trying their best. We really fucked up this whole thing, didn't we? 90 minutes of defending a man that looks like a cartoon bird. Okay. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Descartes Pod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a smile and at Drunk Feminist. Date Card Pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at Jetty Boy James. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that. Bye! Bye. Oh, hello. It's me. The ghost who holds your phone. Just kidding, it's actually me, Avalon, the host of Boohaha, which is a thing that I do. A podcast, if you will, that happens some weeks, not all. Don't wait up, it's fine, we'll call you. Shut up. Anyway, it's about ghosts and tangents. Mostly tangents, if I'm being entirely honest. So join me each and every week-ish as I gather the funniest people I know to a campfire that I build in my living room and then regale them with spooky tales of boogans and googas. Oh, also, it's a comedy podcast, if that wasn't clear from the vibe, you know. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is...
as above, so below.